Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio is now. Hello, Bull Boys here, the mayor, up early, doing paperwork, all that fancy stuff. You see, we are working on some things here inside the city for creatives. You may have noticed some of those changes. In fact, if you go on to at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at new underscore Amsterdam on Twitter, you'll see we're kind of shifting the, the imaging of the social media channels. We're doing a little bit more, giving more insight and information to all the shows underneath the new Amsterdam umbrella because, frankly, it's a platform for creatives. But speaking of platforms, my guest today has done it all in music and is now leaning into a music festival series. The series is called Proving Grounds, and the second edition is coming out this June in the Netherlands, but it's going to be broadcasted, live-streamed all around the globe. Mr. Jansen from the band Kick Me Out is the brainchild of this music festival as well as Kick Me Out. So being able to sit down with him and have him walk me through his creative process was nothing more than a treat. Uh, let me know what you think. After the episode, hit me up personally on Twitter at Flobo Voice or at Flobito on Instagram with your questions, comments, concerns. I read them all. Welcome back to Amsterdam, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor, in the mayor's office, little boys. You know, this time, I'm not only hanging with someone who's great with the music space. Let's talk about someone who's actually making it happen in the togetherness space. He, 2020, had a lot of challenges, but my guess is making sure the whole world can experience it. Mr. Bobby Jensen, we're doing Proving Grounds 2, not the first one, part two. Thank you for being on the show. Hi, how you doing? Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm good actually. I'm, I'm so good. Uh, let's get right to the brass tacks of it all. You have this festival, which I actually seen the first one, and I was blown away by it because you pulled so many different acts on so many different levels to get together on two nights for fun. It was called Proving Grounds. I guess they didn't have a one back then, but it was it's one retroactively. Uh, yeah. But now Proving Grounds two is on the horizon. Walk me through that understanding a festival, seeing it, loving it, and saying we're going for a sequel. Uh, well, yeah, the, it, it was really fun to do the first time. I uh, we had a really good time uh, that uh, first uh, edition that we did, and um, I, I'm doing it with two other guys. Uh, and uh, when we were in the control room and uh, watching the other bands play, uh, we were so excited with everything that came up there. And um, yeah, the first thing that I said when we uh, finished uh, finished the first edition. It was like we have to do this again and do it better, and uh, so that's when it happened uh, to organize the second edition. Doing the festival is a whole other like set of challenges. Like, what was your biggest challenges? What made you decide to do it? Uh, well, that's actually because I'm in my uh, own band, Kick Me Out, and uh, we released an AP uh, previous year, and uh, I myself set up a whole tour through the Netherlands. And then it got shut down and that bumped me so much mm -hmm. uh, that I was like, we have to figure something out to keep this going. Uh, actually, we first uh, thought of some uh, daily live streams to make up for the shows that were lost. Uh, but even then, uh, more measurements came, uh, measures came from the government here and um, we had to 
uh, even cancel that. So even that wasn't going to happen. Um, so then I was looking to uh, the things that we were allowed to do, and that was on uh, on um, one and a half meters. And uh, we had this room uh, found, uh, you know, where uh, we did it the first time in Amersfoort. And uh, yeah, th that was the only solution to do it. And uh, yeah, uh, and, and then I was thinking, why not pull some more bands with us and make it a weekend and um, have a lot of fun with uh, each and every one of us. So yeah, that was basically the idea. Yeah, you know, I had a very similar story. You know, I was going to do the whole comedy thing. I said, this year I'm going to do the tour. I had a couple dates that out there. I was going to travel and the whole world shut down. And yeah. It, yeah. it's interesting to see how some artists take this time to recharge, some build yeah. and some kind of shut down or withdraw, but you decide yeah. not to. Uh, but let's talk about your bands. Kick me out. Uh, I actually went through some of your songs. Really loved it. Really energetic. I love the lineup. I love the way you attack your, your things. Like, how'd you guys get together? Uh, I, also a thing that I did. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't want to talk about myself all the time. Teach your own uh, horn, man. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing so much things. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I had a, a colleague where uh, with who I worked, and uh, he was playing guitar, and I was doing vocals uh, back in the day, and um, then I was said, let's go jam. Uh, Let's make a band even uh, because I was kicked out of my previous band. <laughs> so that happens. Uh, that, yeah, that happened. I, I got kicked out. Yeah, yeah. Wow, savages, man. But they're yeah, all good at now. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens. So yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Um, and then uh, yeah, we just made a few ads and found a few other guys that were willing to play with us. And um, then uh, yeah, we had a, a few shows uh, in that formation. But yeah, you know how things goes with bands. A few uh, fall out, and uh, we had a uh, yeah a lot a lot of changes in the band. Uh, but now we are sticking to the, the current lineup. And uh, now I'm drumming because uh, a previous drummer left, and then I was like, yeah, we we can't go play without a drummer. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna do that, and left the focus to someone else. And uh, yeah. so and so, you guys worked together for how long? Uh, we've been the the core of us have been since 2015. Okay. Yeah, and so this is like the the next step of your journey about the the, pack, the pandemic. You're going to go on the road, show the people that you are yeah. ready to be there and be part of the scene. But it wasn't meant to be, and so but but it happens. I mean, there's always detours and all that. Um, yeah. And I understand that festivals are a way and a path that worked out for you. But there's got to be something about the grit there. I'm sure you must have thought of something a, a million other ideas until you said, "No, this is right." There's not only a chance to elevate myself, it's a chance to elevate other acts and talents. Yeah. Um, how, how was the recruiting process? Was it, was that difficult? Or people were like, oh, heck yeah, I'm in. Well, it, it went really, really fast, actually. I was just, uh, I have a lot of friends in these bands that are in the lineup. Uh, we actually, MI Dice was one of the um, closing down acts for the tour that we had planned. And um I also had uh, some connections uh, with other, like Spectrum, we, those are friends of us. And um, let me see, um, Switched Off, we also played with them before. Uh, Rising Revolution, we have met on a competition that we played on. Um, Border Weird, was, who is one of the performance acts, is my roommate. Uh, Livke is a uh, um, side project of our band, that's the vocalist and the guitarists are doing a duet. So yeah, I, I, I know a lot of people, so I just went and dropped some messages like, this is what I'm gonna do. Uh, do you wanna 
join us here. I have a few slots uh, available. But then uh, the first, the second edition was first to be two-day event as well, like the previous one. Uh, but then more and more X came, and then I was like, okay, we have to do another day then. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Proving Grounds too. It's going to be bigger, better, a lot more uh, different, but somehow in the same vein. What have you learned from the first edition you put into the second one, and what are you looking forward to the most? Um, well, I'm looking forward to the most that we have now more space because we're doing it in an actual venue. Uh, which we were about to play in the tour, like uh, I said before, uh, is in Ede, Astrand. Um, and through Gros, the beer brand of Holland, uh, we got in into contact with them. And uh, they are offering their space for free to us. And uh, oh, great. So, yeah, that's a big step. We have the whole stage to ourselves. Um, and uh, that's an actual big step that we are going to make because that's making the, the show more beautiful because the previous time we were in the studio, uh, yeah. It was a bit, a little bit, uh, yeah, not a lot of space uh, there, and it was really, really hot. Uh, so now we have more air room, and uh, you, you know, uh, and also we are going to improve uh, the quality of the show with the uh, video ca cameras that we are going to use. Uh, we also now have a digital uh, video switcher, so there's no more oh, wow. uh, gray gray spots. If you have. Uh, uh, the previous edition there were a lot of changes with the, when we switched the cameras and it was gray thing and glitches and everything that will be uh, gone now yeah. um and we have more light beautiful lightning because of the stage uh, lightning that is there yeah a lot of the concerts i've been to is usually from the vibe of the beverage in my hand and where i'm listening outside yeah. on the beach in an amphitheater you know it's a whole yeah. whole different vibe and uh, i know that you had an original date that was postponed uh, is it a still a worry with the ever changing the pandemic or is it kind of like full steam ahead like what is your level of risk versus caution when it comes to organizing something where you know, the whole world is at a standstill in some parts. Well, uh, we were able to do a lot of the things that were planned uh, with the, the things the government were throwing at us. Uh, but <laughs> it was, yeah, uh, but one thing that was really uh, putting a stop to it now was uh, the curfew that was uh, set to the, by the government. And because we are, we have to make, we, uh, we, we need the time uh, uh, to show every act and uh, if we have a curfew around nine and there's one band who comes out from belgium uh yeah they are not gonna make it in time back home uh so that was the only problem that we had if the curfew wasn't there we would have done it on the previous day so yeah. that was the only thing uh yeah putting a stop to it now but uh, we have postponed it to an, uh, another date so that's fine as of right now the date you have planned proven grounds to is in june june june, june. Yeah. That sounds like a long time, but it's not. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's coming there really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so you got the the bands are all there. Getting the word out is always a challenge. I understand that with everyone's changing tastes of of going out versus staying in, offering a live streaming experience is pretty as much as convenient as you can make it. Has the audience been uh, receptive to that? Has it been an education part of saying, "Hey, look, this is just as good as a physical concert"? What's that experience been for you? Uh, well, uh, it, it, it's, 
it's like a love and hate thing. Uh, like, um, <laughs> I bet. You, yeah, you you you, ju- you do love the uh, the things that have been uh, done by a lot of other uh, venues, like um, Melkweg in uh, Amsterdam here has done a few things, and uh, the, there are a lot of other venues doing a lot of live stream shows, and those all really look good, and it is nice. But the thing with uh, rock and metal music and uh, punk, especially. Uh, the vibe you get in the venue is so much more and so much better. Uh, mm-hmm. Listening to uh, uh, hard music like uh, metalcore and uh, things like that, you need to go there and um, yeah, smash a few hats. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you just got to. Why yeah, not? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You, got, you got to get bruised back. You know? uh, <laughs> right, right. So and the stinking of sweat and beer that that's all <laughs> part of the experience, but. Yeah, Absolutely. that's all gone now. So uh, we really we do miss that. But uh, Proving Grounds is all about showing the underground scene in Holland. Uh, and there's a few uh, Belgium acts as well. Um, and just to give them a, an online stage and show them uh, that we're still here and we're still active and still making music. And uh, just, just uh, let them know that we're not uh, inactive and uh, gone, to say it in those words. Yeah. So that, that that's really all is uh, all it is about. Did you have if this one goes well? Did you have like sequels plans, spin-offs plans, or you just take it at one yeah. event at a time? <laughs> no, no, uh, uh, because uh, the material doesn't get lost. You know, uh, if I have uh, the cameras and I have the the things to set it up, it's all just a a thing about plug and play. Set up the uh, the cameras, plug in uh, all the cables, and just go. You know, I yeah. can do it anywhere I want. Uh, as long as there's electricity and internet, I can do it. So yeah. uh, now I have the resources to do it. And um, if this is going to be a successful, yeah, why not? Why not do it more? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so this is probably the umbrella brand or the, the main the main thing if you do decide to do more. That yeah. is really cool because I do feel a lot of creatives in general, we are so wrapped up in the creation of things we don't think about how we can like grow what what we're doing the genre of music for example or the form of comedy for example so i can imagine if a band went through the proving ground system and they become famous that was raises all ties to everything yeah yeah yeah, of course (laughs) yeah What what do you do when you're not taking over the world like what 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 is it what does your downtime look like Oh, I, I play video games and I spend a lot of time with my girlfriend now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. What game in particular? Uh, I'm now in, in Odyssey because I have to finish Assassin's Creed Odyssey first to go to Valhalla. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> you uh, have to, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I did finish the main quest, but I still have a few things to do before I can go on. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's one of the things. Yeah. It's funny you say that because on my end too, from the comedy world, from the hosting world, I use your games also. Uh, Rocket League is my game of choice. I play that one a lot. But it's oh, cool yeah, to, to turn, the, turn the mind off in that way yeah. and then yeah. have other things come. To, like I have shower thoughts while I'm playing the video games. It's, it's always yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just go into uh, new things with a fresh uh, mind, you know. Uh, because yeah. sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming uh, to do, to be like, oh, I have to do that, I have to do that, and I have to do that before. Uh, and then just go, no, fuck that. Just take a bit of time off and uh, recharge, yeah. 
Absolutely. And we're talking about recharging it and creative refreshing. Kick me out. What I've heard, I've loved a lot of the songs you have. Is is there a pressure though to keep innovating, to keep writing, to get new inspirations all the time? Do you have a niche and you stick with it? Like, is there a kind of a decision to stay in a lane? What's the process behind the direction creatively of the band? Well, actually, uh, that's funny you say because the EP that's now on Spotify since uh, previous year, uh, we are going to change uh, a few things. Uh, because uh, we had a lot of comments when uh, we, we came out of uh, the studio or from the stage uh, that our genre is a bit all over the place. Uh, hmm. If you uh, listen to Falling from the Sky, it's more pop punk. And when you listen to What About Us, it's more metalcore. And um, we agreed uh, with a lot of people that we have to uh, go to a more specific niche. Uh, so now we are writing in a more specific style than we used to. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, there are things you learn along the way. Uh, when you first start a band, you just play whatever you love and do whatever you love. Uh, but eventually, you get to the audience and you're like, uh, okay, is this suiting for you? Yeah, we do love you, but only these songs and not the other songs. <laughs> and then there are a lot of people who are the other way around. So, yeah, you have to um, you have to target your audience with that to stay more in one place. Of course, you can then jump to an acoustic song or uh, more mellow and then more upbeat. So that are things you can change uh, throughout uh, the album. Um, but you have to stay more in one place than just jump around everywhere, you know? Uh, so that is a thing we're going to change. Uh, the the, the, the EP called No Puppets available now wherever you're streaming. But when you released it, were you proud of that? Or was it kind of like, we're not sure? If this is the next, like, what was your feeling when you actually released the EP? Uh, it was a bit rushed, actually. Um, okay. Yeah, because we were uh, very inexperienced with uh, studio recording. Um, I can blame myself a lot for it because uh, when the first time we went into the, into the studio, uh, we released uh, Falling from the Sky and I wasn't really familiar with uh, playing on a click track. Um, mm -hmm. So that uh, cost a lot of time to get that done. Uh, eventually, we went, we went back to the writing room and uh, rehearsed on that. And eventually, I got really good at it. So the, the next uh, times in the studio were a lot faster. Um, but uh, there were also problems with um, playing in time uh, with the guitars or uh, composition-wise that things didn't um, appear to be in tune. Uh, so, yeah, there are things you learn along the way. And now we have all that experience. So the next time we, we will go into the studio, we will be a lot faster and a lot better. And um, now I listen back to a few tracks um, take, for example, uh, Holding On or Falling From The Sky. Those were the first two we did. I really would love to do it over and do it better. So, yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, but, yeah, of course, when you release something, sometimes you think, yeah, could have been better if you had more time. But it all costs money and time. So, yeah, you have to make uh, a few kill your darlings, to say it like that. Yeah. I think we're walking the same path there. You know, you work so hard on something and then once you release it, we go, oh man, what are, what are we doing? But there's a value to that. And I can tell you, unprovoked, before you went on live, I was like, I really like this album. Like, it was it was great. Like, I'm not oh. just saying that. It was, it was, it was, but I know the feeling too. Like, I did my, my comedy album and I walked away like, 
oh my gosh, I want to do that over again. But <laughs> hey, it, it's it's all part of the process. I'm so glad yeah. that you guys are are featured uh, in Proving Grounds. Hopefully, number two of of thirty or forty of them. Uh, yeah. if, if if this, I'm trying to watch it now. I'm in the states, but I'm sure it's open to everyone worldwide. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah the, of course. What's the best way to do so? Uh, we will stream to three uh, platforms. It will be on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, uh, all together synchronized. Um, and uh, I will also share it a lot in uh, Facebook groups worldwide. So uh, maybe you see it on your timeline. Um, but yeah, uh, you can go to the website of uh, also from provengrounds.nl uh, and find the links there to the uh, specific uh, channels that uh, we use. Uh, or just Google us like uh, Proving Grounds, uh, biggest live stream, and you will get there on the page one. So uh, we are all over the place with uh, with the brand. Right. Well, I I can't wait to. I'm definitely gonna watch it live because now I know about Kick Me Out. So at least I know one band <laughs> doing this right, with yeah. you. Yeah, man. Really it, I'm 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 so enamored of the fact that you took uh, a expression and you have your own your own band and you decided to do the next step to build a platform for others. That's what it's all about. The community is all about, and I respect yeah. it. Uh, okay. If anyone wanted to catch up with you personally on social media, how would they go about doing that? Um, they can find me through the channel of Kick Me Out, um, and they will find my name there, or go to the website of uh, Kick Me Out, uh, find my name there, and then just uh, go on in Facebook and search me there and. Uh, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn as well. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not off the grid, so you can find me like everywhere. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.